0: good morning brothers and sisters so i apologize for the lack of solemnity on this solemnity i feeling pretty horrible but don't worry it's not the corona you're okay i was just happy i got through mass last night i was much worse then so i think i'm on the mend but we do celebrate a great solemnity today in the ascension of our lord into heaven and one of the things I thought it was important to point out that we heard in our readings today, but most clearly in our first reading, is that Jesus went out towards Bethany and he was, of course, lifted up after spending 40 days with his apostles, teaching them and preparing them after the resurrection to lead the church. He's taken up in a cloud and he ascended toward the east. And this is a very Very important point that sometimes gets overlooked that Jesus ascended toward the east. And then, of course, these men just standing there, Jesus has already ascended, just standing there looking up to the sky. Suddenly, two men dressed in white, these are angels, appear to them and they say, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? Basically, Jesus is gone. What are you doing? this jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven this jesus whom you have seen taken up into heaven will return again in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven So, since our lord was taken up into heaven on a cloud Toward the east, we know that when he comes again in glory, he will come on a cloud from the east. This is why for nearly 2,000 years, the church has maintained the tradition that whenever we celebrate Mass, we celebrate Mass toward the east. Ad Orientum is what we call it. It's just Latin for towards the east. It just sounds fancier in Latin. Even from the earliest times of the church, when they would gather in prayer to offer the holy sacrifice of the mass, they would all face east together in anticipation of his second coming. That's why I celebrate Mass Ad Orientum here at St. Dorothy's. That's why the church for 2,000 years maintained this tradition. So the question is, why after the Second Vatican Council did this ancient tradition get scrapped? for the most part. Well, most people don't realize that in St. Peter's in Rome, from the earliest times when the first popes would celebrate mass, their church, unlike pretty much all of the other churches in Christendom, was facing west. St. Peter's doesn't face east, it faces west. So where the people stand, The way that they're looking is west. For this reason, the pope, instead of being on their side of the altar, he would be on the other side of the altar facing east, facing the people. Now when we discovered this, many bishops and priests thought, well, we need to go back to our earliest tradition. The first popes in St. Peter's in Rome, they were facing the people because the church was oriented towards the west. So we need to get back to that. So it started as this new tradition after the council. Now the council didn't speak about it. There's no references in the council to the priest facing the people, but this is where the idea came from. Seems to make sense. It's so our ancient tradition is Roman Catholics that the Pope celebrating mass would face the people. Why don't the rest of his bishops and priests do it? But the reason this was a mistaken interpretation is because they didn't actually remember, it had been lost for some time in the histories, what would happen during the rest of mass. Even though the Pope, again in St. Peter's, would stand on the opposite side of the altar facing the people so that he could be facing east when he celebrated the consecration. During the consecration, the entire congregation would turn their backs on the Pope so that they would face East with him. That's how firmly established the tradition of facing East as a community was in the church, even in that earliest time. Now if you're at all wondering, St. Dorothy's technically doesn't face East. That's okay. Long ago, the church realized we can do what we call liturgical east, meaning whichever direction the tabernacle is, that's, that's going to be liturgical east. We're all facing Jesus together, right? But ideally, if we can, <clears throat> we build our churches facing east, and as a community, ad orientum toward the east, we celebrate the holy sacrifice of the mass, all because of our Lord's ascension. All because of the words of the angels to the first pope and bishops that he will return again in the same way that he was taken up. We face east together when we worship God, so that we are ready to receive him when he comes again. We don't have our backs to him. It's really a beautiful tradition when you consider it. It's not absolutely necessary. That's why the church can permit versus populum, or the priest or bishops facing the people. It's interesting in Latin, the phrase versus populum means against the people. (laughs) I always love that. (laughs) It doesn't sound good in English, it just means facing. That's That's all it means. But there's a reason for this tradition in the history of the church I do believe wholeheartedly that it will return at some point in the future. The church is slow, oftentimes in correcting error and fixing problems, but I think it's inevitable that in the end, at some point, the Pope and the bishops will reestablish the ancient tradition. An odd orientum will once again become the only way that we celebrate Holy Mass. There's an interesting point in the Missal, that's the book I use on the altar, that has all of the prayers of the priest, all of the actions he's supposed to do. There's two different colors of lettering. There's the black lettering, that's the stuff that I read or say out loud. And then there's the red lettering, which is telling me what to do. So it says, you know, bow here, turn around, stand there, do this. So we always said, you, you, you say the black, you do the red. Don't get confused. But in this same English Missal, it's never been changed, it says at several parts during the Holy Mass in the red instructions, now turn and face the people and say to them. It actually tells me to do that. So I've joked with some of my brother priests. I said if, if for some reason I was ever forced to celebrate Mass versus Populum again, I would follow all of the instructions to the T. So if I'm already facing you, it says to turn and face you, so I'd have to just make a little circle, you know, and then do it again. I mean, I have to do what the missile says. It is silly when you think about it, but it's still in the instructions. In fact, while Benedict XVI was still Pope, there were many who wanted this changed. They wanted it removed from the instructions of the Missal, and he adamantly refused. He said, No, this is the tradition of the Church. We will not change the language of the Missal. For us as Catholics, the ritual performance of our worship is essential. There's a reason that we do what we do. And even if you're never taught those particular reasons, just practicing them begins to affect you and prepare your body and soul for grace, for your relationship with the Lord. So I pray on this day in which we celebrate the great solemnity of the Ascension, that the church would once again return to this most holy tradition that as a people as a body we face east together always in anticipation of his coming again in glory name in of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit